Four Midwest Guys presents Mandalorian Review. Welcome to Four Midwest Guys presents the Mandalorian Review, and we are four people strong. So the number four means something this week. What can I say? She was with us last season. She's back this season. It's John's lovely wife, Stephanie. Hi, everybody. Johnny Z with us. Hello again, everyone. And today, down in the corner, uh, and here is Mr. Brian Ankenbauer via Skype. How's it going, guys? Our honorary force ghost is with us today. Yeah. yeah. A little, little less blue this time. Looking a little less blue. A little less blue. Yeah. A looking more human. There. You got, got, got some rest today. Yeah, I got a little bit of rest. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, this was a uh, this was a very fun episode, I thought. I enjoyed this episode tremendously, especially if you are a Star Wars Clone Wars fan or a Star Wars Rebels fan. There's a lot of payoff in this uh, yeah, there was in this yeah. episode, um, and even if you didn't, I think I would think you would like it. Um, Johnny, Steph, what'd you? What's your just your quick, quick? Well, there's uh, a couple people thing. who have not watched uh, Rebels or Clone right, Wars. Right, exactly. Um, it was definitely a step up from last week, and it was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. It was so. just it was really cool to see some of the stuff that you and uh, Aikenbauer had been talking about last year. Yeah, finally you start to see it come. More, more world building, you know. That's right. for for outsiders like us. It's more world building. Exactly. <laughs> So, speaking of worlds, we start off the episode and uh, we pick up right where we left off and, and pretty much we called it, you know, limping. We we used, uh, I think, uh, the last uh, thing we talked about in last week's episode was limping into Chapter 11 and sure enough, <laughs> here Not we are. Not bankruptcy. Not bankruptcy. <laughs> limping right all, over into the moon of Trask. Um, we get that opening shot and, and sure enough, the, the, the crest is still very badly damaged, looking like an old clunker going down the street with uh, its tailgate bouncing. Bouncing along mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unceremoniously. Um, I've seen some of those cars out here. Yeah, <laughs> Midwest region, yes. yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a few in uh, the good old state of Kentucky. Uh, but, and then we also see a very risky landing, which I think we, we called that going in next uh, last week as well. We're like, man, I, I think, I bet you this translates into a little bit of a, uh, some action. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is this the first time we've actually seen, like, re-entry physics, like, real-world physics apply into in this? Star Wars, yeah, I would cool. say so. I think I mean, that's a... The first time we've yeah, we seen don't we, we haven't typically seen them in any kind of Star Wars. Yeah, like it's right. like it's not like it didn't even matter which way they came in, what angle or anything. Because, wasn't wasn't there something in Revenge of the Sith though? Like in the oh yeah yeah the, you're right the uh, the 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 ship uh, the ship when the, it was the, the droid ship yeah yeah, yeah when they, it was it burned up a little bit but in no it, it's just it's nice to see like little little physics moments like that actually <laughs> applying into a fantasy. Well, it makes so, it feel more so, real. 
some, it does. Some it's kind of cool. The fantasy world, the yeah. Star Wars fantasy world. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But th- I think this is the first time we got some real drama. With I mean, we did in Revenge of the Sith too. But I mean, you can see this little. We already know the ship's in serious trouble. And then you start. It's it's reminding me more and more of. Uh, and I put this in the notes later. But it's reminding me more and more of Firefly with just shit. Just oh, that was the first thing I said. Ship, like, like the second ever, that ship just starts limping past yeah. the moon, I was like, and there goes the Firefly. Yeah, I mean, just pieces. <laughs> Off, it was it was a, it was a cool little nod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. It just it's, it's like it's it's morphing its way. It's, it's shrinking down to the Firefly ship. I forget the name of the Is it Firefly? It's it's the Serenity, Serenity. right? Serenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serenity. Yeah. So it's uh it's it's just It's it's something about like the sci-fi universe is like since Star Wars like they they've made junker ships and yes. like you could feel uh-huh. the junker status of them. Oh, definitely. Cuz before before the 77 Star Wars every sci-fi vehicle every location and like the future or off worlds they were pristine looking like they're all clean, clean and perfect nice, yeah the star wars is the first time they actually dirtied it up and they're continuing that trend that with used, the design. used universe look yes they like the to call used it. look yeah i yeah, one, of, one of my favorite parts of this of this was the uh the landing and he gets all the way down to the yeah. very end yes and he's like a foot, foot from the ground and then all of a sudden the engine Cuts on one just side and he goes <laughs> right in the water. Boop, right in the water. Was like, that was great comedy because you're like, oh, they made it. Yep. Nope. That was comedy. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, that, that was comedy. That was comedy. It was good. It was good stuff. So, but hopefully, Mando can. Uh, this would be a good time because I was thinking about this today. I was like, what if they came up with like a monster garage in Star Wars? Like he runs into a couple guys that like, oh my god, it's a Razor Crest. We can do so much. We could take this. We take this and, and put pinstripes on it. And, you know what? I, I would love it if there was like a John Leguizamo from John Wick shop. <laughs> right? <laughs> My ride. Yeah, somebody they're like out there and they're like, I'll oh take care God. of this. Like, where, where the hell did you get this ship? You get, you get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> ship. Orange, Orange County Motors or something. Yeah, right? it'd be, yeah. be like awesome. Be like, hey, I'm going to tweak this thing out. We're going to see. You'll see. Hit my baby Yoda. And that would be kind of cool oh in Star gosh. Wars, you know, if they had something like just a garage or something. Yeah. Speaking of Pit My Ride, how about that, uh, the Imperial Crane? Yes, yes. How about that? Wasn't that was that awesome? awesome. That was very cool. That, that was they, they another the new piece sound of effects. It was yeah, another new piece sound of effects. They had like the body. Of I was the excited. Water. Yes. Yeah, and it was like they used it as a crane. crane. I was like, that's awesome. Because awesome. yes. you can tell by like the design of that world, like with the the oceans as deep as they are, it's like you're gonna need something that's got mobility. So yeah, like, why not repurpose a walker? Repurpose yeah. a walker. Sure. Perfect. Put a crane on it. Why not? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, ho- hopefully the, the the surface is you know not too unstable, <laughs> you know. And then of course he runs into the Mon Calicata, the mechanic who's watching him the whole way, watches the whole thing. And he's just like, eh. uh, uh, I can't know, fix it, but I can make it fly. The, the one thing I was thinking oh, yeah. the whole time was like he was evaluating whether or not it was a trap. <laughs> yeah. He just had a look. He was just I, I, was, I was waiting for them to it's try to put the line in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Actually, he was. He was like. He was like. Um, Didn't it come later? He was like. No. He was no. like. He was like. He was like. Do what you can do. I have a thousand thousand credits. And he goes. Well, I guess I can fill her up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it'll hold fuel. That's uh, what he said. I yeah, missed what he said. Hold, if it'll even hold fuel. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, we get the little reunite, I, reu, the, uh, the frog people reunite, you know. Uh, it's a nice little moment. The frog the, man, the, the, the frog the lady. lady. Lady frog and the man frog. Yeah, yeah. man frog, lady frog. Husband um, and wife. There you go. Husband yeah, and wife. So, um, And then, uh, of course, then we get that great shot of uh, Sasha Banks, uh, who's playing, uh, Brian, you, you found it, Casca Reeves is her actual name in the yeah. show. Uh-huh. Um, what is Sasha? Does anybody know Sasha's real name? Because I, I don't know. I just oh, know her as Sasha boy, Banks in WWE. Crap. Yeah, I, 
I gotta look that up. I should have looked it up. I'm I should have too. Throwing it out there. Yeah. So okay, nobody knows. We'll just call it Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what she's pointed out to us. What's that? That's that's what she's actually going by. On the on the IMDb, it actually says Sasha Banks. Oh really? Yeah, I just okay. I'm, I'm so used so to she's seeing... like the Rock keeping the, yeah. mm-hmm. the on. And until I mean... she gets like you know like worldwide recognition, so it's like yeah no it's it's Dwayne Johnson now. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne yeah. the Rock. Just Johnson. call me Dwayne Sasha. Rock, yeah. No no it'll yeah. just Sasha. Just okay. Sasha. <laughs> you know it's just her credits just simply gonna read boss time. Yeah. <laughs> and you know seeing that shot again though it looks it's right out of the the, the, the trailers but it looks it, she really does look like a dark Jedi or, or a mysterious Jedi in that cloak. I, I'm so used to seeing her persona in WWE. I'm, I'm yeah. used to like you know the reds and blues and everything right. that she wears. I was like it took me a while to recognize like oh that's her okay <laughs> yeah exactly it's I, guess, good... I guess she's starting her tv debut uh yeah i guess this is it you know uh-huh. this is where she starts and we have yet to see a female wrestler really uh-huh. you know make the crossover not well, we've seen the so. uh, the mma but that's yeah. You know, yeah yeah but she really oh. I, I, yeah what'd you get you got a little tidbit yeah so do you remember when um Last week, I, I said it had Sasha Banks listed, and it said it, she was in seven episodes. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't have didn't have a name. Yeah. So now it says Sasha Banks, Costco Reeves, three episodes. Ooh, ah. so she's only in three. Hmm, interesting. So do we think she's only in three, or do we think they don't want to keep spoiling Never it? trust say, it. Just wait to the season finale. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I just wait week to week, see what happens. I would, That's it. I wouldn't trust it, but you know what? You know, After seeing this last episode, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him till later in the season now. Because mm-hmm. he's going off, you know, at the end of this, he goes off again. So, which we'll get to. We'll talk about all that. Um, but yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, the Mon Calamari Inn slash cafe. Uh, you got to love some uh, clam chowder with a live dose of squid in it uh, that comes out of a hose. Mm, mm, Dude, mm. I, I saw that and I was like, John, something's moving in that soup. I was like, John, something's moving in that soup. Uh, and, and I'm so used to Star like not just Star Wars, but sci-fi universes. like, sure. Yeah. Are they overdoing the alien thing though? Because the no, alien, he did, they, they did the alien thing on him. He's like, oh no, he kind of can overdo okay, it. To, to be fair, I mean, he kind of, after eating all those eggs in the last episode, it made him an asshole. You know, he kind of got oh, his. You know, no. it would have been it would have been great if like the, the the squid jumps out of the out of the bowl and goes, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling." <laughs> the universe is all complete now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, although we do find out that baby yoda does not know how to eat squid yet so she, yet. he's yep. kind of learning with that now the other thing that. i thought was kind of odd like because the whole point of uh him taking lady frog to this place was because man frog yeah. knew of the mandalorians right but he didn't he just dropped them off in a cafe and says, right. here you go. Yeah, talk to these guys. I know. Well, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, it didn't bother me because of the deal Pelly was making with him the whole time. It was constantly changing. I was like, well, you can do this, but, you know, there's this. I mean, if, technically, he pointed him to where he needed to go to ask him. Yeah, so. it was like, he, he gives him about the, the bare minimum of the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... Hardly um, worth losing, like, my ship for. <laughs> <laughs> and did anybody else, when he, as soon as he made the deal with the, the, the Quarren, or uh, the Quarren, yeah, the Quarren, uh, the Squid Quarren. Face, uh-huh. did anybody else just automatically feel like, yeah, this is going to be a trap? Oh, I, yeah. That's oh, yeah. That yeah, second yeah, yeah. I did, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, this is... You know, it, it was just having the uh, the other, 
what was the other race that we got watched him plunge into the water? Oh, um, the the Mon Calamari. Yeah. Well, there's the Mon Calamari that's got like the squid face, but then there's like the fish eye face. The that's the Mon Calamari. That's the Mon Calamari. Okay. The, the, the corn yeah. or the okay. uh, the squid, the squid face. face. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, corn are the ones that look like, okay. like, uh, like the pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, see, I'm, yeah, I'm, they, they did I'm mixing up my calamari because calamari is really squid. And it, it, you definitely, yeah. you definitely yeah. saw like the Davy Jones thing because their their individual tentacles yeah. were moving right. and stuff. It was mm -hmm. cool. No, it's like, neat because yeah. like because when we first saw them back in the '80s, like they they were yeah, just straight, straight down, down and it was like prosthetics just a that they mask. couldn't animate. It was just yeah, it was just a rubber mask. Yeah. Now they're fully animated. It was kind of neat to watch that progression and effects. Yeah. But no, I, with the Mon Calamari, I knew that somewhere in this episode it was going to be a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> it was going to be a trap. Not just one trap, but two <laughs> traps. But yeah. <laughs> I also thought that it was kind of neat though, that that the they were actually on a boat. That, that was, was like yes. kind of in the water. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. It, it felt like Deadliest Catch Star Wars style. That's what I was <laughs> yes. thinking. I was like, ooh, okay, here we go. Um, Have you ever seen this get fed? I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah he was said that. I'm like, no, he was don't do really it. I'm like, into, no, like, watching this yeah, thing. Get yeah, and I was like, that, that, like the way the way he he used that hook, like spear thing. I was like, did he play hockey? Like, <laughs> I was at that slap shot, man. It was like, yeah, oh! <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. what hockey player signed up to be him? Today? And I actually had to stop and rewind it because I'm like, shit, did he close the crib on it or not? Because if he didn't, he's eaten. Yeah, <laughs> sure enough, yeah, he no, he did. Yeah. I was like, oh. That was the Twitter penance from last week. <laughs> yeah, fucking eat an egg, be an asshole, eat, get eaten the next episode. There you go. Yeah, cancer culture fuckers. And I, 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 I cuss every time I say it. Anyway, um, to, be, to be fair, we all had issues with that. Well, last we, week, did, but... we did, but I, there's no need to cancel a guy. That's it's overreacting. Uh, uh, but it turns out that uh, the corn were actually after his best best car armor. So yeah. again, the best car armor, you know, it, it we've seen Comes it in the past. Play. Here it is again. again. It's like walking around with gold on you. It's Essentially, like you, yeah, right. <laughs> if you walk, it's like if you walk into the hood wearing gold armor. You're gonna get people trying to take you out. Right. That's so funny. I got silver, <laughs> platinum, and gold. Oh, wow, hundred thousand dollars of money. I have never seen hundred thousand. Hey, where'd it go? I'm, hey, that's I'm, mine. Which is funny because yeah, he, he drives around. The, he drives around the Ravencrest with a piece of crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes he's, out this big shiny best out, car. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, he's like, I'm. He's like, hi, I'm from Covington. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do need to pimp his ride. You know, maybe we don't because if he keeps driving around in the ship the way it is, no one's going to try to mug him for his armor. Oh. <laughs> so, jumping really, really far ahead all the way to the very end. Yes. When he when he jumps into hyperspeed. Yeah. Did you guys see, like, it looks like he leaves him, yes. like his license yes, plate spinning? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Spoilers. <laughs> But getting back to it, so luckily the we see the new Mandos show up. The Crease House, the House of Crease Mandos, come to the rescue and make short work of the the corn um, and save Baby Yoda. And everything's cool. Mando's fine with it until yeah, yep, they the second. Off comes they the got helmet. there. I was like, "Hey!" And then they took their helmets off. I went, "Oh, oh. no, they're not Mandalorian." <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they are. Uh, they are Mandalorian. They are. are they? But it's like they're not. They're actually one. more Mandalorian than the Mandalorian is. So wow. uh, it turns out that Mando is part of a zealous sect of Mandos called the Watch, uh, and we'll talk about. I'll talk about that when I go on my rant here in a minute. I, I got to get my Robin Williams joke in there when you remind me. <laughs> but you got, but apparently they're a zealous sect of Mandos that broke away to restore the ancient way of the Mandos. So I guess when Mandalorians 
Ancient Mandalorians so, never took their helmets off, I guess. Essentially, essentially, it was American Catholic just met Roman Catholic. It, oh, it's, 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 or, it's religious versus fundamentalism. Or, or as I put in the notes, Amish Mandos, except way cooler. Because <laughs> they're they're a warrior culture. Not They don't sit there, you know. Okay, I can get the Robin Williams line in. It's like, okay, go ahead. It's like, it's like and day one, when God said, let there be light, could that be a metaphor for the Big Bang? Fundamentals go, no, God just went click. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we've got some some. Uh, so this is they're very hardcore. They apparently are unlike the modern Mandos who believe that they can you know take their helmets off. I guess when back in the day, Mandalorians never took their helmet off. So that's part of the it's interesting. the way. Uh -huh. This is the way. So. I want to know more about the way now. Like, I do too. I would <clears throat> like to know what the difference is between the modern. I would and, like to uh, see a Mandalorian out there nailing like ninety four theses to the ninety five ninety five to the. To the uh, to the, to the blast door. <laughs> there you go. We just we just made the warrior class of Mandos Lutheran. God help us. But okay. we are also well. We we got and also with you last week. We so. did. We did. The the Catholic uh, may the force be with you and also with you is now now canon. It's it's, it's getting some really neat under religious we, undertones. We finally again. we finally we finally got canon. So okay. I'm very happy about it. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll it's canon. Canon to you. Yeah. Canon. I know what canon is. Okay. There's the things that go boom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's that 1812 overture ending. <laughs> Speaking of things that go boom, um, let's talk about Bo-Katan. Uh, so this, he meets Bo-Katan, and Bo who is Bo-Katan? If you are in no Rebels, if you know Clone Wars, then you know Bo-Katan um, is a leader of the house of crease the crease mando mandalorians um and i'm about to go on my big star wars wall hunker down everyone hunker down everybody because here we go do you have images i don't i didn't have time uh, okay so right below john right below john in the center of the screen is bo -Katan, right there above the word the in the harris which one are you looking at i don't have bo -Katan, actually oh no she's, she's talking on, about the on the screen, screen. In the screen. In the oh, graphic. Yeah. okay yeah the one below the pig there that's that's her Yes. So that's live version her, which is uh, Kate. Um, help so, me out. Sakoff. 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 Yep. Sakoff. And she actually also voiced uh, Bo-Katan in uh, both Clone Wars and Rebels. Nice. So it's a nice flow. And so, also, uh, uh, God, what's her name? Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Battle, yes, that's what she's most most known for. Yes. <laughs> um, but she also did the voice for Bo-Katan in, in Clone Wars and uh, Star Wars Rebels. So who is Bo-Katan? Well, here's here's a very brief recap, and I'll do I'll go through it as quick as I can. Um, <laughs> they're trying helping us out. Um, so the first the first time this is the first time we see her in live action. Uh, this is she is in the uh, she first showed up in the Clone Wars uh, as part of the second in command of the terrorist group Death Watch. Not to be confused with what we just heard, the Watch, Watch. but Death Watch, uh, which. Which was similar to nice John, uh, which was similar to kind of similar to the Watch. They were uh, they wanted to go back to the old ways. At the time, the Mandalorians were trying to become pacifists, and they wanted them to stick to their warrior ways. So it makes Can me you wonder. See that? Yeah, there's there's the uh, I believe that is the Clone Wars version. That's the animated animated Clone Wars version of Bo-Katan. So that, that, that's from the last Clone Wars, actually. Cool. Um, I can tell. Um, but anyway, so she was second in command of this Death Watch, and 
Just to give you more history, Death Watch's leader at the time, Pre Vizsla was his name, and he once held the Dark Saber, which we know is in the series. Uh, he died and lost the Saber to Darth Maul in a fight to the death for the leadership of Death Watch and Mandalore at the time, which uh, there, there's another good shot of her in the Clone Wars. That's, uh, that's her from Clone Wars. That's uh, Bo-Katan. And you can see she worked with Ahsoka Tano at time. From time to time throughout the Clone Wars, they were they worked together, or were at each or were at each other's throats actually. <clears throat> but anyway, after the uh, the Mandalore, uh, Bo-Katan turned on Maul because he wasn't a Mandalorian and killed her her friend and her leader. Hmm. Um, so later on, it turns out that she was the si sister of Duchess Satine. Who's Duchess Satine? Well, she was the pacifist leader of Mandalore during the Clone Wars. She's also a love interest of Obi-Wan Kenobi when they were in their youth. Uh, she was killed by Darth Maul as Obi-Wan captured Obi-Wan watched as part of his re Maul's revenge against Obi-Wan for cutting him in half. Um, <laughs> Brian just keeps throwing more and more stuff. That's actually Throwing from Rebels. Me. That's the Rebels. There, Nice job, Brian. So that's, that's Bo-Katan and, and Rebels. Uh, in the Siege of Mandalore, Bo-Katan, uh, who was hunting Maul at the time, and Ahsoka Tano teamed up uh, and convinced Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker to split up the 501st Clone Battalion to go to Mandalore, where they knew Maul was hiding in order to catch him once and for all. Ahsoka and Captain-slash-Commander Rex were successful in capturing him, and Bo-Katan was made regent of Mandalore by the Jedi Council. So Bo-Katan, that was her first rule. She was actually the leader of all of Mandalore for a short period of time. Unfortunately, Maul was let go by Ahsoka in the events of Revenge of the Sith, which were running parallel timeline-wise to the Siege of, Land and Siege of Mandalore. So Order 66 ended up happening. And she had to release Maul as a diversion in order to get away from the clone army that was trying to kill her. Um, we also see uh, if you during the rise of the Empire, Bo-Katan was removed uh, by power by the Emperor because she would not uh, she wouldn't submit to his uh, his authority. That's what that should say. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars Rebels, which then we go to Star Wars Rebels, which is sh shortly before the time of A New Hope. Uh, Jedi, she she teams up with uh, Jedi uh, Ezra Bridger, Kanan Jarrus, and uh, the Mandalorian Sabine Wren, who uh, at who at this point had the dark saber in her hands, and she gave it to Bo-Katan to unite the Mandalorian clans. And by giving her that dark saber, basically they started a resistance against the Empire. Now we go from there to the Purge of Mandalore, which we hear about in this series. So we only know that. Somehow Moff Gideon got the dark saber from Bo-Katan. We don't know how. We don't know what happened. Um, and the Empire was apparently successful in crushing Bo-Katan's resistance from everything we've heard so far, even using old Clone War Separatist battle droids at the time that, to do it, which is why Mando hates droids oh, because he was okay. a kid. Um, as <clears throat> as we saw in the flashbacks of season one. Also, I believe it's a member of the Kreese clan because it seemed to me it was the same armor and the same logo is the one that rescued Din Djarin as a child. So oh. there's a connection there. Um, Mando, uh, <clears throat> so that, that's just kind of a, uh, a real brief, just how much history and how much backstory there is with this character. Wow. And I'm only going over this real quickly because... And that's a real brief, too. It, it, it's, it's very brief overview. That's quite a quite impressive how condensed you made that yes and it's <laughs> it's a brief overview and i also didn't want to make it a real spoiler alert because i want people to actually go back if you haven't watched clone wars and you haven't watched rebels i say it all the time some of the best storytellings in there there's a lot of filler too but there's some really good stuff cool. and it definitely pays off in this series 
so it's it's worth your time to go back and watch um anyway so that's who Bo-Katan is um and then we see that Mando and then would you got see Mando got real upset when he saw that they took off their helmets and found yeah. out that there's oh, yeah. different Mandalorians out there would that would you how would you guys think about like, that yeah, we we both said it. The second she took off, they took off the helmets. It was it was just like the the season premiere of this one when mm-hmm. the guy took off his Boba Fett helmet. We're like, oh, it's it's our indicator that that's not a Mandalorian mm-hmm. or but or something else is up. Yeah. But it, but it was interesting because the guy that was with her was like, oh no, she's more Mandalorian than you could ever be. <laughs> yeah. So that Which I was like, oh really. <laughs> <laughs> dropping down the uh, the universe building gauntlet there. Yeah, yeah. boom. A uh, bombshell dropped on him. What do you think, Brian, of that moment? Where he, he, yeah, I mean, he, it was, he just couldn't come He couldn't come to terms with it. it yeah, it was, like, it was hard for him to understand because for him, the, you know, the whole this is the way, and he was brought up that way, and this is those are the only kind of Mandalorians he knew of. Mm-hmm. Um, to find out that there are other Mandalorians out there with different belief systems than him that are actually true Mandalorians... Um, just for the long, like this episode, you can see he kind of gets over it eventually, uh-huh. yeah. but like right there at the very beginning, he goes, "Where did you? Who'd you get your armor from?" Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like and he's, he's ready to take it. He's yeah, like, just like it was in yeah. the like like Bubba Fett's yeah, yeah. Bubba Fett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's definitely shaking him to the core so much that he has to fly away from it. He's like, "I'm I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah. the, in fact, I think he even says the Mandalorian. There is only the Mandalorian way. There is no other way. I think he says even something like that because he's there. There's the way of Mandalore, and there's no other. No other. Yeah. yeah. So he's you know he's sticking to his. Um, I guess we could call it orthodox uh, beliefs. I Fundamental, guess kind of fundamentalist, fundamentalist yeah, fundamental. view of, of of it. Um, I'm not sure if orthodox applies or not. I have to think about that. Um, but anyway, he flies from one trap to another. So we go from it's a trap to. It's another trap. Um, so, Gotta get away from this Mon Calamari planet. There's nothing but traps everywhere. <laughs> the, the, no wonder they're so like keen in detecting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, so the Quarrens return. Apparently, my notes decided to make that Queen's return, but it's actually the Quarrens. Ah! The Quarrens uh, the return. The one that set him up in the first place from the inn, along with a lot of his other friends, decided to ambush him because they killed his brother, and he's pissed about it, even though he was trying to kill him. Um, and who comes to the rescue? But yet again, Bo-Katan and the three, the other two Mandos come another to trap, his rescue. Another trap, another Mandalorian rescue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think by this point, because he sees them blow up the ship that he was on, the little ship he was on, and then he rescues them again. I think he almost kind of, they almost earn his respect here, maybe just a little bit. Like he's okay. He's coming to terms with the fact that there's other Mandalorians and that they are really are trying to help him, not trying to. Yeah to go against him or but we're missing the most not. important thing yeah. is the uh the cradle egg got severely damaged when they went to rescue him out of the pond i don't i don't think i don't think that yeah it's true that, there's no more cradle yeah i don't again for me i don't think that um mando or yeah, we just it, it, that that there wasn't any earning of respect or anything i think it was just that oh okay they helped me cool I don't think he ever respected him in that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He he doesn't see him on their level. He still looks down on him, you think, because they're not true Mandalorians in his view. I I think maybe he he doesn't look down on him. It's just that, okay, you help me. Thanks. See you later. Right. The, Right. The only reason he stuck with them is because she said, I could help you find a Jedi. 
Mm. You know, or, or I can point you in the right direction or something. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason he wanted to know what she could tell him. That could be. I mean, that doesn't happen until the next scene, but mm -hmm. but I, I okay, I'll go with that. Brian, what'd you think? Yeah, I, mean, right. I don't. I'm, I'm I'm on I'm on the same boat as the uh, as. <laughs> um, not so much as gaining the respect, mm -hmm. more as okay. just under, understanding that there are others out there, and that's um, okay with different opinions. Yeah, because like this this whole season one and like up to he's he's transforming his his mindset of what actually is reality you know what i mean like because mm -hmm. when he was growing up part of the other mandalores like everything this is the way this is what it is, is you know mm -hmm. and then to have that come crashing down and realize there are other things out there that actually kind of hold a little more weight than others I, I think you, that's what that's we're building i tell you what if that's the uh like the overall arc of this season I'm completely sold. Like that is one hell of a narrative arc. That, that, I think it's going to be one of many, but yeah, I think it, you could, I think season three, after watching this episode, I think you're going to see him maybe join forces with uh, Bo-Katan. You may see them, you may see him fight in a war against to regain Mandalore. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's possible too. So it'll be, be, uh, be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited after this episode. That's for sure. I'll, uh, I'll say this, like uh, I'm looking at your notes there. Like, so, they go to a bar to start talking about all this yeah i had this image where she says can i buy you a drink mm -hmm. i want to see the mandalorian with a sippy cup with a, <laughs> or like or a, a giant strong, straw go right strong. under the helmet <laughs> or just a little you just see his lips like <laughs> <laughs> like mcdonald's starts like doing a thing or like they make the, the things turn into a smile oh my gosh or he, he's got a little thing of milk a little milk carton <laughs> Mandalorian crushing his shamrock shake. <laughs> shamrock shake, nice, nice. All right, so yeah, he, she. So after they make quick work of these, the, there was a lot of corns here, more than there were on the ship, and they, it took them like two seconds, and then mm -hmm. they they made short work of them. And she says, "Yeah, let's have a drink at a bar." So we switch to the bar scene, and one of the things I noticed here is Baby Yoda taking notes on how to eat a squid. She's watching the Sasha Banks character, the. The Cus yeah. Cusca Reeves, and you know she's slurping up the the squid, and he's like, "Huh, oh, mm -hmm. that's how that's done." So he, you, you you've got this little tiny narrative going on in this with all this other stuff going on. You got this tiny. It's kind of like Baby Yoda's learning. Mm -hmm. from well, it's the, like you know, this. it's like any kid when they're growing up learning right. how to eat food mm -hmm. that they don't understand. Yeah, and he's just soaking it all up like a sponge, man. That's one of the things I noticed, and then. Um, and then uh, Bo agrees to tell him that uh, where to find a Jedi. She doesn't say what Jedi or where, but no. says, you know, but you got to help me with my mission. And then she goes into the whole story, apparently, of that the uh, the, the purge of Mandalore, where they stripped a Mandalore of everything. Um, it, they're using that to buy weapons. The Empire's now... Trask is a black market, and they're, they're trying to buy weapons with the money from Mandalore and now she's trying to intercept those weapons in order to take Mandalore back from the Empire or whatever or from Gideon anyway or what's left of the Empire it sounds like to me what did you guys what do you guys think am I on the right track you think or, yeah. or no sounds about, sounds about fair okay Brian <laughs> yeah I mean right on right on track with that okay um, talking about how um, you know it, it reminds me a lot of a lot of rebels yes. when we're watching that um, and the way that they had to go about Reclaiming things that they were they were theirs, mm -hmm. um, or finding things, or scrapping. Yeah, exactly. Things. Yeah. Now, now the um, 
what they're are they trading for the weapons or those Mandalorian weapons? No, I don't think they're Mandalorian weapons. I think what they've done is they're taking the um, what do we call it uh, when you when you ransack somewhere and you take uh, the, the the plunder the plunder yeah. uh, the, the, the loot whatever you want to call it right. Yeah. from Mandalore, all the riches from Mandalore, and they're pillage. using the pillage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thank you. They're taking all that, the, the monetary value, and they're trading it for weapons, whatever Okay. Because yeah, so. I, I, I was kind of confused right there, because, you know, are they, are they taking weapons from Mandalore and then just kind of hijacking them, or are they trading mm -hmm. other things for the weapons? Yeah, I actually had to rewind this one a couple times just because it was worded kind of strange, because it sounded mm -hmm. like both were going on. Yes, but, it, but after I, I watched it a few times, it sounds like it's just they're taking whatever monetary value and goods, and they're trading them, or they're the money came from you know somewhere along the line it came from Mandalore, and they're using it to purchase weapons for you. themselves because they're behind the eight ball too, because mm -hmm. they need weapons. And so. whose ship? Whose ship were they sitting on top of? When they were looking at out at the other ship, that was actually, believe it or not, the uh, that was the razor, the Razor Crest. The Razor Crest, yeah, no, that it was wasn't. the Razor Crest. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was really beat no. up Razor Crest, but it was the Crest. Yeah, yeah. It, it it didn't look beat up at all. I didn't when they were sitting me, on but... it. Well, remember they were fixing it. But yeah, we'll but when you go to later. the next one, yeah. when you go to that later, one. he's not fixing it all. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I don't know. It, it could yeah, be a, a zoom in. Like, it could be a faux pas of of. I guess it part, could but... be, or it could just be they were sitting on a different ship. I just it did it looked more more together than what the crest what, what did. The, the crest the did because is. because of the crest had the had all the moss and stuff hanging from the engines, mm -hmm. and even yeah. at the end it had the moss still hanging from the engines. Oh, okay. But that scene it I didn't... didn't think about that. Yeah. I have to go That's, back. We have to go back and watch it again now. Yeah, have to. <laughs> that was the reason why I was wondering. I just I didn't know if it was possibly like the the the, the ship that the Mandalorians came in. Yeah. Or if it was just a ship in the shipyard. I just, it looked too. like the crest to me, and I told myself that, and I moved on pretty quick. So, yeah, uh, if it like was another ship, I, I didn't. Ship. It could have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was. I don't know. Hell, it could have been the wreckage of the 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 cradle. That wouldn't have mattered to me because I <laughs> I was just following the plot. <laughs> I I also thought it was interesting that Bo, when she's talking to him, is she also says that she wants to put a Mandalorian on the throne. So, you, going back through that history, she. She's basically ruled the Mandalorians twice, or at least has been the official leader once and at least led a rebellion against the Empire as the leader twi twice. So twice she's tried to do this. So it seems like this time she just wants to win the war and then put somebody and be the kingmaker this time. I didn't notice that, which I thought was kind of interesting from her history and everything that she's done. Because she, it seems like she's very good at the war part of it. And I think mm -hmm. she even says this in the Clone Wars episode, Brian... I don't know if you remember or not. I think it was in the last episode of the Clone Wars ever where she says, I'm very good at the war part, but I'm not so good at the, um, the, the, pol the politics part. You yeah. Know? yeah. Calling yeah. it now. Yeah. Calling it now. She's yeah. going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, she, I think it's a good possibility, actually, because she's, <laughs> yep. she's about 50. She's in her early 50s. That's the other thing, just from timeline. Cause you yeah, to, like I, I, remember, I remember something similar to that, but I don't remember the exact um, wording. Exact wording, but it was very similar to the "I'm very good at the war part of this," but it's the like the uniting of the culture. I'm not that great at. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's she did real great at uniting with Mando there. <laughs> <laughs> right. He flew off. Like pissed him off to the point he just flew away. Screw you. <laughs> I'm out of here. This is not the way. <laughs> Your way stinks. Bye. <laughs> um. 
So, uh, yeah, so I did. Here's another little cool part. And you're a ship guy, Brian. Did you notice that the, uh, the, um, she called it an Imperial, Imperial Freighter? Granzanati Freighter was actually the one from Rebels. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was a live, that's the first time we've seen that. It was, it was, it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that's, and that's the reason why I asked what ship they were on was because, like, I'm, I'm watching all the, the whole time I'm watching them, basically watching the ships. Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're looking for the different stuff. Yeah. 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 I don't blame you. Yeah, I was just like, holy crap, that's it. I was like, it, it was like, you know, I even told, like, like nudge Gabby because we call it breakfast with Mando, you know, we we get up in the morning, we watch it. I'm like, hey, that's the ship from Rebels. Okay, Dad, okay, take it easy. I'm like, calm down. That's cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just love how they do, cool. do, how they, they keep doing that. I mean, it's just yet another ship or something else from, you know, from whether it's from when we were kids, like the troop transport. That yeah, was whether never, it was a, whether it was a toy that yeah. was in every show, or it was a, mm -hmm. or it's something we've seen in the animation. Exactly. Yeah, it's, a lot of these are really cool to see them become live action. Yep. Nice. All right, so let's move on to the uh, the attack of the freighter. Um, I, I I don't know about you guys, but anytime I, these Mandos fly in action, it just remind, reminds me of when I was a kid and I used to play with the the Boba Fett. Oh and yeah. Just like, oh, <laughs> crap. Yes. oh yeah, man. That's fantastic. Just watch them fly and, mm -hmm. and like shit. like. There's three, there's three things that make Star Wars for me, and you know what it is. It's it's the it's the vehicles, yep. lightsabers, yep. and Mandos. And Mandos. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my that's my like trifecta right there. That'd be a perfect episode. This this show's just got everything for you. Yeah, yeah the only the only thing didn't have the only thing doesn't have is lightsabers. Yeah, you're right. Now, well, it's Which, got the dark side. We, we had one in the yeah. finale there. Yeah, we might, it. we might get. Well, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. Well, we, we better. <laughs> we better. <laughs> if, she's coming, if she's coming next week, we better get <laughs> coffee. Uh, the other thing I noticed when Bo brings out that little the knife she's got the, mm -hmm. in her thing, man, she's yeah. brutal with that, dude. Mm -hmm. Did you see her? She's like, <laughs> right. The oh, stormtroopers yeah. like. <laughs> Nope, they didn't show any blood. I'll give him credit for, yeah. for being a kid show. But damn, I was like, she straight up uh, yeah, killed her sure with that thing. I'm pretty sure, sure they, showed, they showed more gore on Clone Wars than they did in this episode. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I was just like, damn. I was like, okay. What did you guys think? Did you notice that? She shipped him. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and the other thing is the troopers are just the, still the stormtroopers. And, yeah. And the imps <laughs> leading them aren't any better. <laughs> you know, and... and it's funny. It's like, yeah, they're they're cannon fodder. They're always the Star Wars cannon fodder. But this is the first time I I kind of I kind of had a feeling like they were like they actually had a purpose. You know, oh, like, like they actually maybe. felt more trained. <laughs> you know, like this this was a bit more. Maybe they're like, oh, we gotta give them a little bit of something. Though. Right. Like it was. <laughs> it was more interesting. Those, those, those that, that last that last wave of of stormtroopers actually. Yeah. yeah. They felt legit. They yeah. did. I did. Did you guys real quick? Did you like the? We trapped them. We trapped him. Oh, we trapped him. Where'd you trap him? About that. In the, in Close the, all the doors. The cargo Close control. Them. Cargo control. I got him. She can tell you. <laughs> I literally just, I face palmed. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah. The cargo control. And, and the, where? Did you trap them? Where? <laughs> Open up the cargo. He was door. so proud of himself, yeah. too. He was. It's like, we got him. We got him. Yeah, not, not so much. No, no, no. Not really. Bye. <laughs> it's time for your employee evaluation, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph, right? <laughs> here's, uh, your, here's your review. You're being blown out of the ship. <laughs> you know who the guy was in the in the... The cockpit? No, but I told John he I was like, familiar dude, to me. that's that Sounded guy. familiar too. Oh yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know. Like, he we didn't get plays, a name or anything. No, oh, but he always plays a bad guy. Always. He, no, I, I mean, I know who the guy. He plays on. He played on a couple of the, um, the like the the 
Long Order CSI shows. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's like one of the, the like the bit players on all the TV shows. Yes, yeah. but yeah. I, I was I was I was wondering, before. Brian, if we knew him from like Rebels or Clone Wars. I did recognize the voice. Um, he, but he, he, I mean, he played the perfect part as far as a perfect uh-huh. Imperial officer, commander, if you will. But um, it, I was because I, I, I would have recognized it, especially if it was like Brom Titus or one of those guys or something, you know. But I didn't recognize. Well, he didn't last long enough to leave him an impression. Well, that, that's true, <laughs> you know. Um, but when Brian looks at that, looks at that a little bit. Um, what do you guys think about uh, him taking objection to? Her taking the ship, he's like, that's not part of the deal. This was, I, I didn't sign up for that. I don't want to take the ship. Seems like he doesn't want to take. Do you think it was him not wanting to take the heat for stealing an entire ship, or was uh, it more that that's too too risky? I think maybe because well, I mean, he did tell her he's like, I didn't sign up for this. I got to get back to the kid. Mm-hmm. And I think her thought was, well, we'll all just leave together. And he's like, "No, I have to. I have a. a I have a mission I have a myself. Yeah, yeah. I have a different responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think maybe it was. It wasn't so much that that he didn't like what she was doing. I think the fact was he didn't sign up for that truly because he had the kid to to worry about. Right. You know. And but, uh, one thing I will say it's like. Just with Star Wars deals, or like anytime you make a deal in Star Wars, it's always going to get altered. Oh, it's that's always... just it's that's how it always happens. You <laughs> make a deal, be. the deal always gets altered. Right, that, but see, I mean, but see, the Mandalorian was, never Mandalorian was... never had that. Every deal the Mandalorian's ever done, that's true, yeah, has been always... a deal. The deal was held through. You know, yeah. that's the way that's the mm-hmm. way it works. And now he's learning that the real world is. Everything changes. Everything mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now yeah. that he doesn't have a guild to protect him, and he's out on his own. Oh yeah, I mean. Union, the union actually came through. <laughs> <laughs> so Sasha Banks' real name is Mercedes Vernado. Mercedes oh, okay. Vernado, okay. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see who Did else we got on anything here. Anything else? Simon Cas- Casadianis played Axe Wolves. Axe Wolves. That was the, the guy opposite the, Sasha Banks. The third. Yeah. That was the third. The other, oh, okay, the so that's the other Mandalorian. Okay. He's from Agents, Agents of Shield. Sure. And Tom. Welliver from Lost. Yeah. Was the captain. Because he was oh, okay. Jacob. Oh, okay. yeah. No, not okay. Jacob. Not Jacob. He, he, was um, the, he was someone. The, he was the there opposite. were so many damn people on that he, show. He was, he was the bad versus Jacob's good. Yeah. Oh, that's al- right. No, yeah. And he also he also plays in the new, new series Bosch. Yeah. Sure. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> no idea. Um, I'll tell you the other thing about this whole scene that I took note of was the Empire. The Empire when they called for backup, yeah, mm-hmm. and they here's we because I'm used to an Empire that has limitless resources that's huge that's bad that is overwhelming and people were always trying to walk around them to not you know not to take them on fully, and here we see Moff Gideon go well, how far have they gotten? Well, they've taken everything with the cockpit. Well, you know what that means you're not getting any backup, you know, you know make it make it a suicide mission you know it, what's that thing he says to him right before the uh, the channel goes off about the empire or long live the long empire? live the empire yeah yeah so it's, i think that's that's kind of where they're at that's yeah it's like a uh, literally an empire that's reforming after being yeah. it's basically england after the revolutionary war yeah they're they're, <laughs> they're back on their heels oh, quite a bit actually and they're 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 they are in the black market for weapons so that tells you i mean 
the the Empire, which used to have Death Stars and countless Star Destroyers and Super Star Destroyers and countless <laughs> numbers of, of, of troopers, are, you know, are, are now much smaller and, and that much are no longer the, you, the giant empire. You know, after were. after like two Death Stars blow up, you gotta think that they've maxed out their credit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Can't it's like, yeah, anything. you know, Come you back in exact, seven, seven years, we'll talk. You but... don't exactly have any assets right now, Mr. Moff, and <laughs> you have nothing you could put up as collateral. I'm sorry, we can't approve this loan. <laughs> I don't think he's partying with that. That's that's not collateral. You got an ATM on that thing? Uh, no. On that torso no, light bright of yours? <laughs> I love that. Uh, Brian, what'd you think about that, about the Empire? Did that, did that take you back? Did that make you think a little bit? Well, I mean, it, it definitely definitely felt like um, um, it gives us a perspective on where they're at. Whether they would rather, instead of losing more more imperial lives, yeah, yeah, uh, they they're willing to give up the whatever little bit they have left as long as the good guy doesn't have. What they um, have. Yeah. Right. And then I I actually put this in the notes in the wrong spot, but let's talk about Mando's bravery in that whole scene when the ship's going down, like he takes the ship down, or when he's taking going to the bridge, the bridge, bridge. yeah. Yeah. And there's that last group, like Brian was talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. and he just basically takes two. Two grenades. grenades. Two, his two, two grenades, grenades yeah. in his hands, activates him, and just runs at him. He basically his uses his armor as the yes. shield and just gets like just pelted with all the constant stormtrooper fire. And you can tell he's like actually like getting hurt from it yeah. too. So and he's you know he's being brought back and he just finally just uh, you know <laughs> until he gets to the spot that you can like get the good you know yeah the good throw yeah it's yeah like it's, it's, what, what, it's like the the thing in platoon. Where the guys you still haven't in. seen that scene. No, I, but you, know, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about it's the a famous different scene. No, no, that is completely not the scene. I'm, I, I know it's, it's more we like the scene she's talking about. But though. it's more like the uh, the torch guy from the two towers running into Helm's Deep. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a moment of valor. Yeah, it's not just bravery, but it's valor, right? It's yeah. a valor moment. It's you know, here I go. I'm going to throw myself in harm's way. Right. And yeah. Whatever may be, may be. Which you know? I thought was pretty cool because. Here's three Mandos that he was ready to write off, and now he's he's risking his basically life. risking his life and saying, "Okay, I'm gonna help you." Yes, and it, it pays off with Bo later because you know it's, they're about to depart. He said, "Your bravery will be remembered," and basically keeps the mm-hmm. invitation. You're you can come back and join us anytime you want right. because of which excited me because it's like, oh, this world's just gonna get a lot larger. These uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's it's exciting about like that it's gonna be great man yeah. especially if they go to mandalore and stuff oh my god i'm gonna lose my mind but <laughs> you um, haven't already well no, no not yet <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing to me and i'm wearing a, a game of thrones mashup with star wars the mandalorians are kind of like game of thrones in star wars land they have houses they have the watch the watch <laughs> yeah literally right I, they, great 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 tie-in um, but yeah, I mean, they're so just as if, if we see live action that I'm gonna, yes, please, you know, um, I would love to see that. So, not the Game of Thrones and the Star Wars mashup, yes, you know, they, they've always said that Star Wars is more closely related to fantasy anyway, so why not? Why not? You know, they're not in the dragons, <laughs> you know what, dragons it, versus squales, it, it's not, it, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> But, but the dragons might win, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Eat the motherfuckers, please. I made your night. Fantastic. I made your night. Yes. Eat the squales. Eat, eat those damn squales, the pearl. 
Eat them up. <laughs> Eat them. Fry them up. <laughs> Brian will be chanting Dracarys. Eat all the squales, and then when you're done, you can wash your mouth out with some back. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Call back to last season. You have to go back and watch our last season to understand that reference. And back to Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Link. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. I'm not coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you'll have to clinical. Yeah, I'll be at clinical. Mm. And back to Quinn. All right. Um, <laughs> so... And then the other part uh, of this whole scene, which is Bo wants to know, does he have it? And he wants to know, does he have the dark saber? Uh, this, obviously talking about uh, Moff Gideon. He's, uh, if you're asking, you know the answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I thought was a that cool was, answer. That yeah, was, was pretty cool. Answer. It made me wonder. It's like, so Moff may not actually be a Jedi. He may just have it right. to have it, to be have his symbol of power. Yes. And oh, he, my guess is he's just like um, Thrawn. Yeah, sure. He could and he be. just and he just he just collects, <laughs> well, collects items from 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 civilizations and stuff. Right. Well, and remember, he even um, when Mando finds out it's Moff Gideon, he figures it out. He goes, "Yeah, he was an ISB agent, and who was an ISB agent going back to Rebels?" But Callus, right? So we know mm -hmm. what that is. It's like the secret police of the Empire, yep. kind of thing. For uh, those of us who don't know what you're talking about, what? So the Empire <laughs> had a secret police unit. Okay. called the ISB and they were brought in to take down rebel cells and they would be like you like know internal investigate yes very much the, the SS, SS. Uh, and um, they had a character called Callus. he eventually turned but um, that's another story but they so the Empire had this whole separate unit that just went around and messed with people's lives hmm. and yeah just was total Total yep. uh, assholes and okay. yeah, they, yeah, like they, they they followed the imperial way, but they they didn't have to follow the laws. Oh, right, okay. they could do whatever they want. It was it was kind of like it was kind of like the um um like the the black shield from uh, Star Trek. Yes, yes, the control or whatever. The mm -hmm. heck, well, yeah, well, the, not control, the, but the, yeah. the, the secret secret committee uh, section something yeah section. I, or if Black you want to get like completely uh, film nerdy it's basically like the group in munich yes very much so yes you can go back to the nazis for you. um all right so uh moving on so uh my turn to go all star wars history real quick and this will be very quick so part two so part two <laughs> and spoiler alert too for those who may not want to know but just to give you a backstory, why why is the dark saber so important? Um, the reason why it was so important is is it was built by the first Mando ever to be accepted into the Jedi Order. His name was Tar Vizsla. Um, after his death, the saber was kept in the Jedi Temple until they were was stolen by some Mandalorians who took it and used it as a status symbol to unite and rural Mandalore. So there's the backstory on that. So. Not only is it cool looking, but it's actually a status symbol that all the houses recognize. And if you wield it and you're able to keep it, you're it's a it's a unifying factor to all the the houses and it's the and one clans. ring. Yes, it's the one ring. Very much so. <laughs> but it, it's it's a symbol even of if, power. Even if you're, even if you're Darth Maul. Yeah, even if you're Darth Maul, because Darth Maul had it for a while. Yeah, and I can go into that, but I won't. I'll. I'll leave that <laughs> it's, it's interesting because again like i said yeah. knowing that the person who has it mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have it and the fact that it's such a, a status symbol like that and the fact that we have an episode titled the heiress and somebody yes. who should right. be on the throne yep. 
you get the feeling it's building up to some really big dynasty level shit. Oh, it's yeah. very much you so. You know? So I was like, this is... Who killed JR? <laughs> the Targaryens. <laughs> Who shot Baby Yoda? <laughs> House Red. <laughs> what? What? Um, yeah, so it, it's it's gonna be some cool stuff, um, for sure. Uh, or claim anyway. Uh, what was I gonna we're, say? We're gonna get a battle over a throne in a, ser- a series finale that we long deserved since the last time. <laughs> much better. We're gonna much get, more deserved. We're gonna get the Game of Thrones ending we wanted. <laughs> Vindication. Yes. <laughs> Amen. The second you hear a squeal. <laughs> it's getting ugly in here. It's getting ugly. Motherfuckers. Yeah. We're going to take the one of the greatest greatest animation series of all time. And what takes down the fucking empire but a bunch of whales in space? Yes. Motherfuckers. Squales. Yeah, that would be awesome, though, if like Mandalorian, like, it's the end of the season. and They like, have a squail. It, Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like no. So no. No. Riding the squales. You see no. him come out. Of, you see him no. come out of space. <laughs> no. He no. comes on a hyperdrive. And, 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 and Mando's holding Mando's riding a squale like a dude. Like a squale almost in front of the. All right. Fuck you, Brian. Fuck you. And no. No more. I've had my piece. I've said everybody understands how much I hate. Squales. Oh, maybe a little Yoda can ride him. No, that, no that, that's just fucking sacrilege. Get off the stage. I'm kicking you off the stage. And that's it. Go. <laughs> Go back to the coming to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to your crazy people. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the patients will see the squales, too. Yeah, I'm sure they are, actually. Look, squales. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Catching squills. <laughs> I'll bet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You just had to put it in there. That's the actual sound effect of a squail. AKA Pergil for all you Star Wars nuts out there. We call them squails because they're half whale, half squid. I don't know why I keep rambling on because all I'm doing is fueling these guys, but I hate them. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you're, you're the one that brings it up. Yeah. It's, it's, no. You know what? You guys bring it up. I'm the only one with the radio. John's the one that brings it up. Yeah. Yeah. I just like saying squail. He just wants to see me get pissed off, is what it well, is. Well, it's like, like if you guys bring up a terrible movie around me, you've seen me go off uh, on shit films yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I mean, was it? Didn't we have our? Was it? We had our Batman v Superman review. You guys, you guys have heard me want to go off on a rant. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, so let's get to the most important. Let's start talking about fucking squales, and let's talk about the most important part of the show, which was, to me, was Bo finally tells Mando where to find Ahsoka Tano. So all the rumors, all the bullshit, and everybody talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. It's finally true. It's finally going to happen. It's going to happen most likely in the next episode. So Ahsoka Tano is the Jedi in which which uh, um, uh, that uh, Bo tells him to go find and, uh, and it's on some forest moon or something. Right. It wasn't Endor. It's not Endor, but, but it it's a other. different forest moon. Yeah. Who's so. Ahsoka Tano? I was going to save that for the next episode for my oh, big Star Wars okay. thing. Save that. <laughs> Got it. But we'll if you it. want, it, the very short story is: is Ahsoka Tano is the Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Got it. Oh, that's right. We talked about it last week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, or she was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Um, Got it. That's how she starts off, um, but then becomes a huge character in Star Wars. 
Oh. And Brian's blinking. Brian, Brian, Brian's glitching. I think, I think we lost Brian. Oh, no! Are you back? No? B? Hank. Hank, you still with us? Frozen. You there? Hank. No. Come Technical back. Technical difficulties. I think we lost him. No, Come no. back. Come on back, B. Well, the show must go on. The show must go on. Um, hopefully, B will recontact we'll us here. We'll be back. Um, What's up, dude? So... We'll just leave be frozen. Uh, <laughs> You're um, in carbonite now, Ank. <laughs> yeah, we froze him in carbonite. You're in the though. internet carbonite. He's got to do this, though. He's gotta... <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, but that leaves, uh, and, and then um, so yeah, so Ahsoka Tano is 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 finally coming, uh, which is a huge deal. It's the first time she'll be in live action. Uh, supposedly, rumor is it's Rosario Dawson who gets to play. Her. Oh yes, I heard about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because and because Ahsoka's been around so long since the Clone Wars time wise, she it would have to be somebody a little not to say Rosario's not older, but she is a little bit older. Yeah, she is. And it'd be about mm -hmm. they could definitely make it. Hell, Clerks Two was like what fourteen years ago. Uh, yeah, every bit, every bit. Yeah, that's when she started. <laughs> that's where she made her start, right? Uh, a little bit before that. But that was, was the first uh, time I remember. Like she was in Sin City the year before. And oh, there goes Brian. <laughs> <laughs> We're having our Skype. Uh, Skype just went. It's a Skype. Problem. Skype just gave up. <laughs> I said no. We'll uh, we'll see if he calls. I'll try calling him back. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you'll hear that in the background. I guess. <laughs> there he is. Maybe. B, you back? You yeah, it, you, you kicked me. I didn't know we froze you in carbonite. You got to do yeah, this. Internet carbonite. Your, your <laughs> all, I, all I got, all I got was Brian's like. And now we'll get to the really important part. Like, <laughs> and now for something completely different. <laughs> I go, oh, no. <laughs> all right, so B, we were talking it's a about Python joke for you young kids out there. We're talking about Ahsoka Tano, obviously. <laughs> And how, you know, uh, all the rumors and all the craziness going around that, you know, she was, she wasn't, she maybe, she maybe, she's not. Uh, sounds like a Rosario Dawson is definitely playing her. What do you think about all that? I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited to see her break that wall of the uh, the whole animated becomes reality. Yeah. Just to see how just to see how they do it. Now, I hope, they, I hope it doesn't look like crap. Yeah, I'm <laughs> um, worried about that. I'm worried about... Rosaria's voice a little bit too because we're so used to uh, what's yeah, her I'm not name. worried about it. Uh, I think it'll be okay as long as we, as long as she looks the part. Right, exactly. Okay. We're so. gonna have to after we're done watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, we're gonna have to go back yeah, and watch we'll all see. these. We'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to my rationale here in a minute. <laughs> Basically, she starts off as, as Skywalker's Padawan, and things happen. And she survives Order 66, and she goes on to help the Rebels and Star Wars Rebels, and then she faces Vader, and things happen from there, and I won't give anything else away. Thank but, you. Cool. Okay. So, um, but anyway, um, really cool stuff. Some deep, mythical Star Wars shit okay. happens. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So, but, but yeah, so Soka Tano is finally coming to live action, and I can't wait till next week. So, that's gonna be some, some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, moving on, a couple other side notes at the end of this episode Baby Yoda learns the value of life in the eggs yeah. and also how to eat a squid. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, was it when we get the, the Razor Crest back, like. The guy put it back together with like fishnets and not like yes. stockings, yes. but like fucking like ropes <laughs> and, and like pieces <laughs> it looked of worse than the I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great when he was like, you know, coming back and he's like, Come I on. gave you a thousand credits. <laughs> and he's like, eh. But yeah, going going back to learns to value life 
because with the with the eggs and stuff like that. It was so cool because he sees the birth. Yes. Well, yeah, because like when he first gets you know dropped off there, right? Like one of the, the... he goes to the container and sees one of the eggs hatch. Yeah. And then he's sitting there in the bowl looking at it, and it's looking back at him and. It's kind of a nice little moment. It clicks. And I think this is... I kind of wondered if he was about to eat him, though, too, though. Well, I, of course, he, that, that goes through your head. But to me, he doesn't... Obviously, at the end, he's he's nurturing it, right? Or oh, no. I was trying. sitting there going, please don't eat that. That's uh, exactly what I thought, too. <laughs> me, I was just kind of like, uh, you know... I, I, to me, it was just... There was so much crap this week on the, the cancel baby Yoda. He doesn't under, yeah. he doesn't respect life. I think that was just like, like come one on, Vanity man. Fair article that said... That yeah. referred to his cancel. Because I don't I think... think the stupid. internet can't cancel their baby this early. I think, I think it's just retarded But, but here's over, the thing. Like, both, all of us, collectively, last week, when we talked about it, we talked about, like... Sure. The stakes and everything they put up with it. It's like, you can't have an episode like last week's give the stakes of the eggs as much as they gave it and then try to use it as it's a punchline. It's a punchline. I it agree. was bad writing. I that agree. Was a badly I, done. Show. I just thought they took it to the next level. It's like I kept reading. It wasn't just vanity. It was like all over Twitter. I'm like, come on, people, just I think, stop. I think they got upset when they tried to make it a toy. It yeah, was just, it was a stupid a, idea for but, a toy. He was like, yeah, all, I agree. It is a dumb moments. idea for a toy. It just kind of, I don't know. I thought people were losing their minds for no reason. Hell, I mean, if you're gonna give us a Funko Pop, why don't you give us one with the egg that like you can have them press the button and like just close the lid? <laughs> There's your Funko Pop. I mean, Funko, come on, what are, what are uh, you doing, guys? I don't know. <laughs> of all the moments. I can't stand <laughs> I can't stand cancel culture though, so that's me. Um all right, so but yes, uh the end of the though get back to Stephanie. I love the uh um I love how even the cockpit is just full of netting and rope <laughs> everywhere. Just holding shit is being held together by rope. And, I mean, duct tape. Duct tape. Duct tape was the only thing missing. Duct tape would have yeah. yeah, yeah, It looked I, like the Star Wars equivalent of duct tape. It, it pretty much end. was. I was like, oh it was. God. It was actually, it was, it was squail tape. Squail tape. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it wasn't me this time. <laughs> squail tape. Squail piss is the glue holding it together. Yeah, it probably is squail skin. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. It's the only thing that can actually hold together in hyperspace. The strongest thing in the galaxy, don't you know? Squail sperm is fantastic. That's why space tastes so salty. No! Oh, man. <laughs> he went there, not me. Just so you know. That's why you all tune in. No, I didn't. I, I went first. <laughs> you married him. I'm just saying. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get it's into it. It's sweeter with space pineapples. <laughs> oh. All right. So let's just go to final thoughts and grades because uh, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> John, Steph, what do you guys go? I'll let you go. You're a letter grade and all that. I'll let you go first. Oh, um, I really don't know what to give it because <laughs> I didn't know some of the people involved because, again, we have never seen Rebels or Clone, uh, Wars. Clone Wars. So, I mean, to be fair, probably an A because okay. I thought the, the story was good. I thought the... the um, the, the way they, they made Baby Yoda realize that it wasn't just food, it was life, was probably a, a good story there, too. Okay. Um, and how, you know, Mando realizes there's other people out there and not just him and, and the uh, faction that he was with. Mm. So, to me, probably an A. Okay. Uh, Brian? 
You started low and you're gonna work yeah. your way high. So <laughs> well, mine was a A plus this week, man. All right, that a boy. Okay. Um, it had it had the new the new aircraft and stuff in it. it had a different kind of world. It had um, brought us a new different type of creatures, and it had Mandalorians in it. And we talked I mean, about the just, lightsabers too. Yeah, I mean it was it was a it was a good. Uh, it was a good overall episode. It was action packed from start to finish. There was it didn't, it didn't feel. Uh oh, uh oh, uh -oh we're no. losing you. No, come on, we're B. losing you. Use the force, B. Let Use go. the force. Yeah. Come on, stay with us. Nope. No, no. come on. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hold on, I'll call you right back. Hold on. We'll call you back. Stupid Skype. Final, he was so close. Quick. He yeah. was so close. <laughs> Gotta be quicker, man. This is what happens when you Skype people. <laughs> so we're gonna get a like Facebook chat room here next time. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> Can't work under the, these conditions. The, the, inter the internet said you took too long. <laughs> All right, you were saying. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. You gave it a fucking over. A plus. A plus. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gave it an A plus because it had the, had Mandos, right, it had the, the ships, had everything. Yep. Copy that. Amen. Um, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I, you know, for me, this is a great payoff. You got Bo Katan in live action for the first time. So much Star Wars history. So much connection between this between her character in uh, in uh, Din uh, the Mandalorian. Uh, lots of different bits and pieces that are all coming together so many different avenues that it, where places it can go because of it because of the rich history great payoff for uh for us that have our loyal star wars fans and um brian's changing the background uh but uh just all kinds of awesome stuff uh that just really happened in this episode uh i could go on and on i could talk hours i could i could go to the mad star wars board and talk hours about all the different possibilities of things that could happen but i'm gonna give it an a plus as well johnny you know and uh i'm gonna give it an a because here's the thing coming from a place where you haven't seen rebels or clone wars or anything like that it puts me in a position in a place where I have to review it based on purely the storytelling alone. And mm. I think I like that part because, you know, if I didn't know, if I didn't know so much of this, of this universe and everything, and all I have to go on is how well they tell the story, mm -hmm. and that's what they are doing so well. And that's mm. kind of why I think I'm becoming a bit more hesitant to go back until the series is over. Uh -huh. Because it's, for an outsider like me, it lets me know you anyone can go in and watch this you don't have to watch i don't, don't know how many seasons super, super fan yeah you there. don't because you can tell the writing is there everything is just it's solid it's good storytelling and the other thing was like when i looked to see like how long this episode was the timeout like when we had to watch it before we came over yep. this episode was shorter than last week's yes and it had so much world building so much mythology, mm -hmm. so many new characters, so many new possibilities. And again, like what Ankenbauer was talking about with the themes of, you know, what did you previously believe in and now how that's being turned on its ear, it's got another great theme that it's developing with this season two. And I'm like, it's it's great writing. This is really good writing. So yeah, I'm on board. This, this was an A. 
This was a definite step up from last week. The humor had so much more of a payoff this time around. Mm, it did. And it, on it's, and it was exciting. It was dramatic. This is everything that a geek culture could want in mm -hmm. a sci-fi fantasy universe. Mm. So, let, me, let me ask you real quick. Just uh, what did you think about the directing? Because this was, uh, whatchamacallit's daughter. Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah, because uh, yeah. yeah, she, she did an episode last season, too, if I'm not she mistaken. She did episode four, which was the big... Which was another one of my favorites, right, too. Yeah. So, you know, Bryce... I, I like her as an actress. She's in some consistently really bad movies. I mm -hmm. hated The Village. I hated Lady in the Water. Jurassic World, eh. Um, but, god damn. She's learned from her dad on how to direct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think so. I, so. I I didn't even I didn't even think it. I would, when I watched this episode, I was like, I was waiting for the director. And I was like, god, that's just, you know, I, I didn't even think it was her. That's yeah, how. But, she... But, but again, like, that was, like, her episode, like, I, I was enjoying season one, but the second we got to her episode, and there were so many ties to Seven Samurai, that was the one that sold the show for me. <laughs> so, she's, she's, I think she can branch out. I think she's got the chops to do a lot more directing. I'd, I'd like to see her direct some more. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> very cool. Very, very, very cool. All right, and where can you find us? If you like this podcast, and the best place to go to find us is www.the4midwestguys.com. Uh, there you can find links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our YouTube, uh, to just about everything. You can follow, like, and subscribe from there. Or you can go, if you just want Facebook, you go to facebook.com slash the number four Midwest guys. Uh, it's uh, Twitter at the number four Midwest guys. Uh, Mr. Ankenbauer, where can they find you? On, at Ankzone. And that's at Twitter and Stardust. Uh, for me, at uh, Twitter and Stardust at BWilly1977. You like the behind the scenes photos and the, the crazy stuff that happens behind the scenes? Uh, that's our Instagram account. And that's the number four underscore Midwest guys underscore, or f the number four <laughs> underscore Midwest underscore guys. Uh, and then there's good old fashioned email. It's the number four Midwest guys at gmail.com. Or our newest thing is the fan voicemail line, which is 1 859 363 5952. And you'll hear my voice as soon as you call it. Just tell us what show uh, you are leaving a voicemail for, who you are, and where you're from. And if we like it a lot, you'll find yourself on the air in the next show. So definitely a good way to uh, reach out to us. And, and uh, no, one other thing to reach out for too, that movies? we were kind of discussing. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. So Johnny, yeah. please. So um, I'll, put it up, I'll put it back up the social media while you talk. <laughs> So, uh, just something we were throwing out there, and I've done a couple episodes of this, and I had a lot of fun, and, you know, with the COVID thing and everything going on, it might be time for me to get back into a little movie masochism. Oh, so, no, he's back. He wants to torture himself, folks. You know what, guys? I have seen a lot of crappy films. Mm -hmm. I enjoy ranting about crappy films. You, as you enjoy, all like to, you enjoy If you want to see, like, you know... I know. Don't you love riff tracks, honey? So much <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, if you want to see me get as, like, crazy insane as Brink does here whenever we bring up squales yeah, very much give so. me a crappy movie and I will happily come on the show again and start giving another movie masochism I was even starting to consider the Neil Breen filmography oh. just don't do Manos don't what, do Manos what, oh no what, sorry, that's what, been done to death what, 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 what about rom-coms uh, can, I, can, I, can I vote one Oh, what's that one? That what's that Paris one? That one's really bad. No, no, no. Twenty-seven dresses. Never seen it. Never Why? want to. Yeah, that sounds bad. Why? That was a good one. You're right. All, all, all Catherine. All, all Heigl's movies are great. I know, right? <laughs> She's so cool. You see that right there? 
Get this priceless reaction when I have to suffer through so crap again, like this. So again, if you this. want to see this priceless reaction, you want to dial one eight five nine three six three five nine five two. That's one eight five nine three six three five nine five two to see this reaction. Give me your worst. Face. He's Give asking me your worst. for it. Come on. He wants what do you it. got for me? Give him a punch in the face, folks. <laughs> All right. Or punch this smug little face. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, uh, sorry about the difficulties, but thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Johnny, thanks for joining us. That was a pleasure. And Stephanie, nice to have you back. Yay. Welcome back. Yay. Thanks, guys. Send her back to, she can go back to school next week. Go back and to school. I'm going back to school. Or so. she's going back to Quinn. Hey! hey! Call back! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is B. Willie I saying. I love them. That's why I take the torture. Mm, and she does take a lot of shit from us, too. All right. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, B. Willie. I've been your host, B. Willie, saying, May the force be with you always.